0: what is up podcast sam Antini here from the puck stops here and today i am bringing to you another technical tuesday this one is about the rvh and the rvh fail if any of you are familiar with the rvh fail um or if you're not and you have instagram type in hashtag rvh fail you will see future pro training or goalie goaltending i think it's future pro goaltending It's an F and a P as the logo and it's blue. Check out all their posts on RVH fail because man, do a lot of people use it incorrectly. For some reason, everybody thinks you need to be in the RVH for most of the time when the pucks in your end. And it's just like, no, that's not the case at all. It kind of baffles me when I see the constant RVH fails over and over, and over, and I think it just comes down to lack of understanding how and when to use it, and to be honest, it's a very simple ideology that I think everybody can remember. There's only really two factors that you should consider if you want to go into the RVH, or if you should go into the RVH. Number one, the player is going to attempt a wraparound on you. So they're going from one side and they want to wrap around to the other. That's number one. The other reason you want to use it is if the player is coming to your left or to the right, coming down on you from like the corner, kind of, and they get within one stick length. Those are pretty much the only two reasons you should ever use the RVH. Other than that, I don't know if you have a goalie coach right now, or if you've been taught otherwise. But let me tell you this, the RVH will cause you to let in more goals than if you just stood up because you open up more holes. If they quickly move the puck away from where it is, when you're trying to stop it in the RVH, unless you're in the RVH when they're so close to you, they can't score. But if they're are two, three, four stick lengths away from you or further, and you go down into the RVH, regardless of the angle they're at, you, they could be on the red line. Heck, I've seen goals from behind the red line. Crosby has banked it off of... I'm trying to think what goalie now, but he saw the goalie down in the RVH, his head sticking forward, and Crosby's a smart player. He's like, well, I'm just going to bank it off the goalie's head and put it in the net. And that's exactly what he did. So the RVH isn't a go-to move. It's almost like the last resort if you feel like you're not going to be able to make the save by standing up if that makes sense so if a player is quickly going to do a wraparound then yes go into the rvh you'll have a better chance at sealing the post and covering the bottom of the net and there's no way that somebody from a wraparound could go and lift a top shelf so you have a better chance of stopping the puck then if somebody's walking in from like under the faceoff dot and they're coming in and keep going closer to the red line while coming a little bit closer to you, and they get within one stick length, then sure, drop down to the RVH, make sure your shoulders are squared to the shooter and to the puck, and make sure that your gloves are out and ready. Because sometimes people go to the RVH, but then they lean backwards and then they let the whole far side open, um, which isn't good. You need to be squared to the puck. So for anybody, I that's the reason I'm talking about this is somebody commented on one of my recent videos and they're like, When should you use the RVH and when should you get out of it? And that's why I wanted to answer this question because I'm sure a lot of people are confused because they see a lot of NHL goalies nowadays pretty much always in the RVH. And because they are probably taller than you, it looks like they're covering more net. But in actuality, when you go and do it, you're leaving a lot of the net open and it's just not the right move. Also, for me, you actually have more gaps between you and the post in the RVH you got to think about your leg, right? When it's up against when your foot's up against the post in the RVH. And just for anybody who's unclear about what the RVH is, basically, if you were against the post, and you were to go down into the butterfly, right? So let's say I was on my right post, my blocker post, and I go down into the butterfly. And then I lean all my body weight onto my right leg so that I can put my upper body against the right post. Then rather than having my left leg down into the butterfly as well, I'm kind of lifting it up now. So it's kind of like making like a 45 degree angle, um, opening up the five hole, if that makes sense. Um, If just Google it, if you don't understand, it's a little hard to explain. You just got to Google RVH and the RVH is just a reverse uh, vertical horizontal. And then the VH is the vertical horizontal, which is basically when you have... If again, I'm on the right post and I have my right leg actually up and then I have my left leg in the butterfly. Again, just Google both those RVH, VH, and you will see what I'm talking about. But anyways, so now I kind of lost my train of thought. Where was I going with what I was talking about before? Oh yeah, so if you're in the RVH, there's more holes because you gotta look at your legs. So your foot's against the post, like I was saying, and then you gotta lean. But then between your, from your foot to your upper body, your leg needs to bend in order for you to to be in the RVH, which then means that the gap, like where your leg bends at your knee, so your thigh to your calf is now, there's a gap there. And yes, you could seal it with your blocker and go down, but then now you're leaving the top of the net open for those snipers to pick the top of the net they're most likely gonna wring it off your head and it's gonna go in and that's gonna be a goal. Um, so you gotta really make sure that you're not overusing the RVH and you should really only use it in the wraparound or if a player is within like a stick length and they're on the left or the right of you. They're not coming dead on in the middle. And I would look at it like basically from the red line to underneath the face off dot that would be kind of my like rule of thumb. Like, okay, if they're between below the face off circle and the red line and they're within one stick length, I'm gonna go into the RVH. Or they're quickly going behind the net and I have a feeling that they're gonna go for a wraparound. You could tell it's on their forehand as they're going around and they're tight against the back of the net, then go into the RVH. Other than that, use the VH, or just stay up. A lot of the times you could actually stop a lot of goals just by staying on your feet. It's really really underutilized staying on your feet because there was a game maybe a couple maybe a month ago or something and I was playing and I was thinking about this and I was thinking about the RVH and the VH and then I started looking at like the zones in my end. And if you aren't familiar with the zones of like the zones of your end Kind of like, it's what I'm referring to is where you should be positionally based on where the play opposition player has the puck in your end. So from behind the net, so from the red line to the boards, you should be, depending on where they are close to the net, you should be either standing up, blocking the pass in front of the net, or potentially if they're doing a wraparound in the RVH. Now, once they go from the red line to the face-off dot, that 45 degree angle ish, I'm not really good at geometry, but something around that like angle, then you should be on your post square to the shooter and prepared for that pass across the net, like across the crease. But again, you should be able to hopefully stop that pass across the crease if they're kind of in that area. For the most part, if they're closer to the red line, you should have a way better job, easier job at stopping the puck, the pass, rather than if they're closer to the face-off dot. Um, But you should be standing up, do not be in the RVH then, unless again, they do come in close and they're within one stick length on your side. If they cut to the middle, then you could butterfly slide or be patient and still stay up with them. Um, Anyways, that's your call. So yeah, that's the face-off dot to the red line. Then from the face-off dot, to the blue line, that you should be at the top of your crease, ready to go standing up facing them. Then basically from the face-off dot right outside the blue line to the other face-off dot right outside the blue line, same thing at the top of your crease, maybe a little bit higher, depending on if anybody's back door or like on the side of the net, you could probably be a little bit further out um, just to you know make sure you cut down on those angles. And if there is a weird tip, you'll be a little bit bigger and hopefully stop that redirect. And then basically it's the same thing on the other side. So going from the face-off dot right outside the circle down to the the face-off circle in your end, you're going to be up again on your crease at the top, being ready, square to the puck. And then from the face-off circle, like the face-off dot to the red line, you want to be on that post to prevent anybody sneaking in those pucks post side, like short side. And realistically, if the player is like, On the boards, stay up. Please don't go down into the RVH. You're just giving the net. You're opening the net for no reason. And I was bringing up a game that I played a couple, maybe a month or so ago, where the player was by the boards. And this is where I've seen goalies go into the RVH before, which is so stupid. Um, But basically, I saw him. He started coming in, and I knew that he didn't have anybody to pass to. And he looked like he was going to shoot. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stay up get more square to him. And actually, instead of going into my normal stance, which is, you know, ready to drop down to the butterfly, I actually stood a little taller, pushed my legs together to seal the gap in between my legs. Kind of like very old school goalies, the way they used to play back in the day, um, like where they stood up most of the time, they didn't really go down. So I put my legs together and the guy shot and he literally had nothing. He hit me in the pads. And the puck dropped right in front of me and then my defenseman just i let him pick it up and they they continued the play and literally i mean for that shot obviously i would have stopped it in the rvh as well because it was kind of in the center five hole but my point is that i eliminated any single hole i wish if i had a photo or my camera rolling from that puck's perspective, or even that player's perspective, he probably didn't see a single hole in that net. And he was just like, well, I'm just going to shoot and hope for the best. Like, I literally at that moment realized that there is truth to standing up, staying square, and not going down all the time. I think a big problem nowadays is that all the equipment is being made and geared towards like a butterfly-style goalie. Maybe not all of it, but majority of it is. And I think we got to go back to realizing that the goalie position isn't just about blocking the puck. Yes, you could be a good blocking goalie and that is, is good to some extent, but at the end of the day, a lot of the times you're not going to, you're going to have to rely on your athletic ability and your positioning, but also your reflexes and ability to kind of adjust and make saves that that you can't if you're just trying to be a blocking goalie. Like you might have to get out of that blocking position and die for the puck. You might have to make a huge split save. You might have to do things that you aren't used to if you're only worried about how can I block this puck. You got to realize like it's about stopping and controlling the puck and if you're just blocking it and then the puck's falling in front of you and you're hopefully going to be able to cover it up or hope for your defenseman to take it away i mean if it works for you and you're a bigger goalie i understand then great keep doing whatever stopping the puck at the end of the day that's what your job is but i highly encourage people not to just rely on blocking and really start working on saving the puck redirecting it and having more control over what they're doing, rather than just like trying to work with the technical all the time and be like, well, I'm in position and I'm blocking before the player even shoots the puck, you're already on your knees and like, okay, I'm think, I think I'm going to stop it. And you're kind of playing percentages. Now that is good. Like Brask is doing that in the playoffs right now to some extent, but he also is a very good goalie. He's very good at reacting to crazy redirects. And my point is that there's a couple different styles when it comes to goalies. There's butterfly hybrid where you play standup and butterfly. Then you got the blocking style goalies, which is pretty much butterfly um, to some extent, but regarding the RVH, just please, please, please do not overuse it. You will regret it and you will not know unless you're filming yourself that if a puck goes in while you're in the RVH and whatever the case may be, you probably won't realize that you made the mistake. You might think that oh it was just a good shot the guy picked the top corner like there's nothing i could do about it but it's like in actuality all you had to do was stand up put your legs together and the guy would have had nothing to shoot at but because you went into a default position that really should never be a default position and you should only use it in those two circumstances that i talked about then you could have stopped that puck and if not more puck. so It also is not good on your body. You're putting a lot of stress on your leg when you're in that position because you're putting all your body weight on it and you don't, you lose all your leverage that you have in your leg to actually, to actually push off. Like that's, that's why I prefer. If you notice, I use the VH a lot more than I do the RVH. And that's because in my mind, if I'm going to go down into the VH, at least I know that my leg that I have, my body weight is on my sliding leg and my power leg is ready to be pushed off, like ready to push me off the post or just using the ice to the other side. A lot of you guys say I'm pretty quick at getting over to stop those like odd man rushes and those passes across the crease. And some of the times if I'm in the VH, that's why it's because I have the power on the right leg in the right leg and my weight is on the other leg so that I can get over quicker. So if you find yourself not being able to go quick enough from post to post and you're in the RVH or you're down in the butterfly and you're realizing you're not able to get over fast enough, that's because your weight is probably is on the is on both legs or on the wrong leg which is your pushing leg and then all of a sudden you can't get over. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that you guys understand what I'm talking about. Again, if you do have Instagram Go check out Future Pro, I think it's Goaltending, um, look for the F and the P in blue, and just or just type in hashtag RVH fail and you will see all of their posts. And they break down why and when you shouldn't use the RVH and they show all the greatest examples um, because they literally just post examples from the NHL, from highlights and stuff when goals go in. And it's sad. It really is sad when you watch them goal after goal after goal, especially in uh, Stanley Cup final games, as well as in gold medal games. And just in general, when you see them, it's just horrible, especially too, when you see that it's another goalie coach posting it on social media, showing what they're teaching these goalies. And it's just Completely, completely wrong. So, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got value out of it. If you did, definitely hit that like button. Uh, make sure to follow this podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, because I probably will post this on YouTube, um, I I want you to share it with somebody who maybe is struggling with the RVH or maybe doesn't understand it. If you are a parent and you have a child that is becoming a goaltender, or is a goaltender and they maybe are using the RVH or talk about the RVH or for whatever reason you feel that they'll gain value out of this, definitely share it with them. I think they'll get a lot from it. Um, And I think I'm going to do my best to reach out to future pro goaltending. I'd love to do an interview with him, but ideally if he's open to it, I would love to actually go to where he is. He's in London, Ontario. So he's about a two hour drive from where I am. And uh, I'm gonna ask him to really break down when and when not to use the RVH. I think that'd be a really cool video to make. Um, and I think it's gonna teach you guys a lot if anybody is struggling with that and don't doesn't really understand when they should use it. It's a great tool, but it's only great if you use it at the right time. So anyways, guys, thanks for listening. I truly do appreciate it. Make sure to follow, subscribe, like, and do all that fun stuff. I truly do appreciate it. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you later.